Hi everyone. I hope everyone is having a wonderful Labor Day weekend. Um, speaking of Labor Day, I hope you got to catch that video that Pornhub just put out um, starring Johnny Sins. I won't give too much away because I think it's just hilarious, but Johnny Sins is obviously the most, um, he's had the most careers in the world. <laughs> That's all I'll say. Um, so yeah, definitely go check that out on Pornhub's Instagram. Anyway, how are you doing today? Welcome to the show. Uh, this is Just the Tip. I'm your host, Asa Akira. Uh, and today's guest is Jane Wild. Uh, this is a show where every week I am joined by another porn star and we answer your sex questions that you've submitted through via Instagram stories. And um, we also give out our friendly porn star tips and advice. Um, disclaimer, these <laughs> little tidbits of information, these gems that we give you are not based on science or facts or any of that boring shit. They are based on our experience as porn stars. Um, so keep that in mind if you try to um, employ them in your personal life. Um, before we're joined by Jane, I always like to start the show by addressing one question that is overwhelmingly asked. Um, today, I want to answer the question of how do I have sex on my period? Um, so in porn, you know, it's not always easy to avoid your period. Um, I remember when I first got into the business, I was like, I'm never going to fucking shoot in my period. Fuck that. Like, I don't even want to deal with any of that. Um, but, you know, it's it's really, really hard to schedule around your period that way, especially if you're not, like, completely regular. Um, so we have a little trick in porn that we all use pretty much. Um, you'll be hard-pressed to find a porn star that does not know this trick. Um, we take a makeup sponge. So, you know, those like, tri I wish I had one, but I don't, you know, those triangular makeup sponges, um, to apply your foundation. Um, it's like a beauty blender, but a disposable one. And they're like these little triangle wedges. Uh, you can buy them at like Target or CVS, literally anywhere. Um, and we take that and we either cut it in half or use the whole thing. Um, and we just stick it up our vagina. <laughs> As far as our finger will let us push it, and that plugs your period for like, it get, that'll buy you like a couple hours, um, depending on how heavy your period is. Um, but it really, really, really works. A lot of people like to douse that sponge in lube. Um, I don't, I just put it in as is. Um, yeah, and like the, it's, you definitely want to remember to take it out or else it's just like, just like you don't want to forget to take it out. Um, also to take it out, it can get a little bit hard so, um, or difficult. So the easiest way I found is you stick two fingers up and you claw it out like this, if that makes sense, like, like that and pinch it out like that. Um, so that is how to have sex on your period. Also, of course, if you're having sex on your period at home, I feel, I find that most guys don't even care. Um, just like lay a towel down. So if you're like in a relationship and it's cool like that and it's like past the awkward phase, I would definitely put that as your number one choice. But a makeup sponge works great. You just don't want to forget about it or leave it in too long. Um, all right, let's see if Jane is... Ready to join us? I'm gonna. Her uh, Instagram account is at wild insect wild sexual. That's W I L D E sexual underscore. I can't find her. Hmm. Sometimes when our guest is shadow banned, it's actually like really hard to find them. Okay, Jane, if you're watching right now, can you do me a favor and comment here? And then I'll invite you that way. 
In moments like this, I'm always like, am I on the right account? Wild. What the fuck? If she's super shadow banned, I might not even be able to see her comment. That happened once with, um, oh, okay, here we go. She's here. I'm gonna go live with her. Okay. Hey! I'm here, hi. Oh my God, look at you in your glasses. You look so smart. Thank you. I can see my reflection. I'm gonna take them off. I, mean, I was we like, are, we I was are educating people with today. It. What was that? <laughs> I said we are educating people today, so. Yeah, exactly. I wanna put on my like smart looking glasses so people take me seriously for once. <laughs> Um, I, I definitely, I use glasses when I'm like on the computer all day and it makes me feel a lot smarter when I'm wearing them. Like, yeah. Cause you're like, <laughs> I don't know how else to describe it, but you just like, you have a thinking cap yeah. on. Hmm. I'm smart. Yeah. Um, okay. So do you want to answer these questions with me? I would love to. I'm, I'm wondering if it's just going to be like the regular run of the mill stuff or some more interesting questions. Um, I mean, no, for, I mean, we definitely have a lot of questions that are like run of the mill, like anytime, I mean, you know, anytime we put out a call for like sex questions on any kind of platform, the questions are always like, number one is like, can I see your boobs? Like that's of always carry me. Of course, and then, then boobs. And then it's yeah. always like I, I don't know. Trust me, you'll see. These are not okay. Ready. I'm ready. I'm excited. Okay, question number one. Do you have any tips on getting a girl if you aren't rich, six foot tall, with a hammer in your pants? So basically, I think what this person is asking is, do you have any tips on how to talk to a girl if you're not maybe like the most physically attractive guy? Yeah. And you um, don't have a huge penis or like any, any, maybe not like a main selling point. Yeah. Well, this person did not mention one of the main selling points for a majority of people, which is a winning personality. And it actually goes a long way when you're having a conversation with someone to not be like a douchebag or boring as fuck. Like if you know how to hold a conversation, that's how you get to know someone. And that's, you know, how you eventually get to have sex with someone is like you building a connection. So I think, yeah, if you're not the most attractive person, it's all just about um, your confidence in yourself, which you should try to have some because you have other things about you besides your looks that matter. Mm -hmm. And it, it'll work out. There's somebody for everybody. Somebody will be sure. good in you. For sure. And yeah, like I, I would say like looks are for me, it sounds so cliche to the point where I think it almost like sounds fake, but like looks are so secondary. Like I feel like more so, I think guys put more value on a girl's looks than girls put on a guy's. And I think girls put more value on their looks than guys even do. I think we're all just, like, so in our own heads, and we notice how we look, so we think everybody else. Like, right now, I have a fucking huge pimple right there, and I tried to cover it with makeup, and I did not do a good job. And I feel like everyone's looking at it, but the truth is most people probably didn't even notice it till I just said something. Yeah, and now we're all looking. <laughs> yeah, now you're all looking at it. So it's like, um, you know, don't worry so much about the looks on the outside because, yeah, it, it is secondary for a lot of people. It's like, it's more about if you can fuck. It's not about having a huge hammer. It's like if you know how to use your whatever sized hammer, then it'll work out. Also, like, there's a lot, I mean, I say this all the time, but there's a lot more to sex than, like, just your penis. Like, oh, even if you have a micro penis, you can give someone an amazing sexual experience. Of like, course. you have mouth, you have, you know, you have hands. You what have is lesbian sex? Hello? Like, yeah. lesbians don't use toys all the time. Like, it's not only about penetration. Um, and I think people forget that sometimes. Mm -hmm. They're just like, oh, my God, like, I want to have sex, but they don't think about how good it can be if you just, like, ease into it a little bit, like, do yeah. all the stuff, 
really enjoy yourself. It's not like also like I I kind of feel I found that like a lot of times I'll think a guy is just like absolutely fucking gorgeous and he'll be like I don't know like a trainer at Barry's boot camp or something like someone yeah. who's like just like conventionally gorgeous uh -huh. and oftentimes I find that those people are, are actually like such duds when it comes to their personality because they've probably relied on their good looks for it's, their whole it's so true and it's I feel like as somebody who grew up um not the most attractive teenager in the world which it's like who is but then some people actually are so like but I yeah. wasn't so now I feel like I've come into myself a little bit but I've been on both sides of the fence of the side you, like that's people that's don't pay attention and the side when they do the best case scenario is like a guy that's like kind of hot but in a in a way that's like not obvious like mm -hmm. you think he's hot but maybe other people don't yeah it's and like it's your like, secret yeah and like he grew up like not cute at all so he <laughs> had to like work on his personality that's yeah. like <laughs> I, I almost get like intimidated around guys that are like too perfect like if a guy's body is too perfect I find myself I don't know not even well yes intimidated but also just like turned off a little bit just because like this is gonna sound stupid but I feel like some people will relate I I work out maybe twice a week and I do not mm -hmm. eat well I don't put that much effort into the way I look so when I see someone who does, I'm just like, we don't have that much in common. <laughs> and I give up. Yeah, no, that's, I, I think that's actually like really, really true. Um, even a lot of the guys in porn are like, like the, like gym is life. Yeah, know? exactly. It's a mix. There's some guys that are like, never been to the gym in my life. Yeah. There's guys that are in the gym every day of their life and you can yeah. tell not not the difference just by um their looks but also like you could tell in their attitude like mm -hmm. what they think of themselves. But yeah. So this next question is kind of a little bit related but not really. Um the question is is it possible to get out of the friend zone? And part two to that question is how can you avoid getting into the friend zone in the first place? I think this answer is probably different for every girl. Mm -hmm. Personally, I'm someone like, once you're in the friend zone, you're not really going to come out of it. That being said, we might have sex. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, I we're not going to fall in love. consider getting out of the friend zone. They don't... Well, I feel like... That's what I don't really even like that term because mm -hmm. it doesn't have one definition. Like everybody thinks the friend zone is like a different thing. Some people think like they want to be with that person in a relationship and not be friends. Some people are like they want to hook up with that person and not be friends. But either way, you're friends. So you're mm -hmm. in a better position than like majority of the billions of people in the world. And mm -hmm. I feel like people are so, you know, worked up sometimes about like, I want to be with this person. I'm in the friend zone and being so upset and bitter about it. When mm -hmm. really it's like, if you just take a little step back and from a different perspective, like the person that you want to be with or you want to have sex with, like you're already friends with them. You're already closer than so many people to mm -hmm. them. And if it happens, it happens. But like to say that someone put you in some type of zone, like... Maybe they just want to be friends with you and they're not even thinking of you like that. Like, so yeah. I think, yeah, that's actually, that's actually the annoying thing about the term friend zone is like, it's, it always refers to like a woman's talking about a man, right? Like, yeah. it, like women don't get put into the friend zone, no. but like it, it also like, it implies that like, it's weird for us to like, want to just want to be friends with, with a guy. Like that's the people, anything. Like, it has to be sexual or romantic in some way because we're a woman. Mm -hmm. And I just disagree with that. It's like, well, I like, to, I like to have sex with my guy friends just because, like, if we can't be on that vibe, like, we don't really have to be friends. But I have a couple people that I'm just like, we don't need to have sex. Like, we're totally good. <laughs> so you're, you're saying, like, you're someone is like, like, if you're in your friend zone, you're fucking. <laughs> sometimes like but yeah I I'm really into the friend with benefits type relationship where we are buddies 
and then we have sex but it's like separate and it doesn't Mm -hmm. intertwine um but a lot of people are not into that even people in the porn industry and I realized that a lot of people say that they are but Mm -hmm. multiple guys that I have started things like that with we became two good friends and then they didn't want to fuck me anymore because they saw me as like you know a little sister and I'm just like how but, wait are you talking about guys in porn yeah just, you know what that's guys here and there guys in porn I wouldn't like put them in the category of like your average Joe Schmo because guys in porn have like weirdness when it comes to I don't hang out with Joe Schmoes. Like, I really haven't, like, fucked or dated or even talked to a non-porn person since I started. Yeah. Because it's, like, I don't want to deal with the negative. Mm -hmm. Like, I love my job. I love my life. Mm -hmm. And it's mostly positive. And I don't want to have to deal with, like, one of the negative parts, which is, like, dating and trying to, like explain to people and taking the chance that they will or won't be okay with it it's like it's just too much stress for me i'd rather just stay with people that i know don't give a fuck about that thing for sure also like you know within the industry like we're tested all the same way so that it's just that like a lot less awkward and you don't it's like it's just taking less of a risk not just with stds obviously but like wasting my time yeah having a negative experience because with a regular joe schmo like you don't know how they fuck there's no videos of like their strokes there's no resume it's it's possible to not really be good at sex and i think a lot of guys what they do is they watch a certain type of porn and then they think like oh okay that's how you fuck but then they're not good at it. So mm-hmm. it's off really not good. And it's like, I think everyone should just do their own thing. And mm-hmm. I forgot what the question was. I was like going on a tangent. <laughs> it was how to avoid the friend zone. It was about the friend zone. So the answer is, I don't know what your definition it sounds like your, is. It sounds like your answer is don't avoid it. Yeah. I mean, like whatever happens, happens. Like, but don't treat it as like, always something that you want to get out of or mm-hmm. as like a negative thing because it can also be like also I feel like also the answer could be like like don't try to get out of it because like maybe if all she wants to be is your friend then respect that yeah that's the most you're gonna get you should be fucking grateful that you're getting the friendship of the person like I don't. Mm-hmm. I hate when we're deduced just to like our sexuality and our the mm-hmm. way we fuck. It's like we're cool people as well to be friends with. At least I think I am. My friends in porn are cool people beyond fucking. So I wish other people would just give that part a chance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um. Okay. Next question. Okay, I don't. This is a very okay. I feel like scientific question. Scientific. Um, but I think we should talk about it. Okay, I'm I'm um, and I, I feel like like disclaimer, we might have worse advice here. Okay. Um, but the question is is ass to mouth safe? Um okay, okay. I'll go first while you think about it. I already know my answer, but you go first. It's, it's we, not the well, it's no. Good at well, it. The short answer is no. Yeah. It, no. Like honestly, you're not supposed to do it. Inherently, when Inher- you really think about what you're doing, like, like oh, no, it's not good. It's like brain to eat whole lie. Yeah, but <laughs> but, but that being said, <laughs> we like pretty much everyone I know does it. I do it. I enjoy it. I kind of. It's not that I like the risk factor, but to me, what makes ass to mouth so exciting is that it's like fucking disgusting and like, I don't know, it's like a little taboo and naughty, right? It's definitely taboo. What I like about it is that it's so nasty and I, when I I do it on camera, like I don't really do that in my personal, I don't do much anal in my personal life, disclaimer, Um, but when I do it on camera, knowing that not only are the people in the scene turned on by it, the guy usually especially, because it's, like, his yeah. job. 
but the people watching at home they get really turned on by like you said the risk factor the naughtiness and yeah. they don't know that we maybe they know but they're not really thinking about the fact that we spent three hours earlier today cleaning out our colon so that's what i wanted to add as well yeah <laughs> it's like in a porno when you see us doing ass to mouth like in a porno like we've been cleaning our ashes some of us for like the last 24 hours and not like, eating not so there's no there's eating. nothing in your system that's gonna yeah be there. like whatever everyone ha every porn star i would say has a different system but whatever that system is we're sure we're clean mm -hmm. the last thing we want to do is get messy in a porno like that's it's, like, it's one of the worst things that could happen. And obviously, I'm not going to sit here and lie and say that it's never happened to me because I don't know a single girl who does anal that it's not happened to at one point. Like, especially when they're really, like, hammering your asshole. Yeah. Like, it's like a plunger. Just imagine, like, and then, oh, my God. Yeah, I'm just thinking the memory. So maybe, maybe on a day like that, don't do ass to mouth. Yeah. So the answer is no, it's not safe. But if you take the proper precautions, like cleaning out really, really well, and, you know, afterwards, what what can you do afterwards? I know if you do ask to pussy, you can do like a hydrogen peroxide or an iodine douche, and that will help get the bacteria out. But for ass to mouth, I think just like, just clean out really good. Like, mm -hmm. don't let don't let there be anything weird. That will go. Yeah, yeah. That, that's actually a really good point. Like, even, you know, ass to pussy is not safe either. I no. love ass to pussy. Like, I do. Yeah, I do it. Frequently. I do it's, it frequently. it's like, <laughs> it's like going from like, it's going from like sweet to savory over and over at a buffet. Like, it's just like, you could do it forever. I love it. You and forget how good the other one feels every time you're doing it. It's incredible. I feel, I feel comfortable doing it because it's like you have to trust yourself it's like mm -hmm. you're doing anal you're doing a hardcore anal scene me usually in you um it's gonna be a lot of pounding and you want to do the best scene possible so it's like you really need to be like I'm an adult mm -hmm. I'm doing a scene that is a risk to my health and I need to take every precaution like if you're an Olympian or an athlete you take the proper precautions. You eat right, you sleep well, you treat your body right. We mm -hmm. have to take the precautions so we don't get sick. And 99% right. of the time, it's worked for me. Same, same. So. Like, I, I feel like none of my methods that I do, like when I go ass to pussy, I'll always douche afterwards. Same. Just in case, even though I feel like my ass is really clean, like I'll still douche just to like, yeah, be safe. And you like, while I bacteria. can't, sit here and be like listen it's scientifically a fact that I can't even say it's on Google that like you like that works but in my personal experience of 12 years of doing porn mm -hmm. it's worked I haven't gotten a UTI after going ass to pussy yeah so, yeah there you go <laughs> um what is the perfect meal for before sex and like this is probably not I don't think that they're, this person is definitely not in porn. Like, they're not asking, like, what do you eat on set or, like, what do you eat before you go to a scene? Yeah. I think, I'm I'm imagining that this person is probably asking, like, you're on a first date or whatever number date. You know you're going to have sex that night. What's, like, a good meal to have? I don't know if this is coming from a boy or a girl, but I will say, like, I'm I'm pretty good about eating and, like, I don't. I don't like to eat a heavy meal before sex. I, I know people say that. I yeah, like to eat after and smoke weed totally. um, and like pig out because I feel like after sex, it's like all these endorphins are released and you just feel really good. And eating a really good meal would just like add to that pleasure. Versus also, eating a really good meal before sex, I feel like after a really good meal, like I'm not going to give you like. No, I don't want to have sex after. I want to lay down and relax. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, if anything, I want someone to like rub my belly. <laughs> yeah, I don't like to eat a lot before sex, even on set. Like sometimes I don't eat breakfast just because. Like, the mm -hmm. truth is, I don't want to fart. Like <laughs> farting is not sexy to me unless it's like an anal scene, and I, you know what I mean. Like farting <laughs> because you have to. Poop unless it's an anal scene. <laughs> 
<laughs> I think it's so true. Also, like, a lot of times the catering, like, especially when I used to, like, work for Wicked, where, like, the crew is really big, a lot, a lot of times the catering will be, like, rice and beans for breakfast. And it's, like, are you for breakfast? Nice. <laughs> they don't even have, like, crazy catering like that anymore, but they have, like, unhealthy snacks usually. I'm, like, mm -hmm. great, I'll eat, like, some Lay's potato chips and peanut butter. Also, I will say, like, for me anyway, like, I've noticed that whenever I eat something really liquidy, like, whether it's just drinking something or eating soup, like, I feel like when I'm getting fucked really hard, you can hear the liquids in my stomach. You're sloshing around. And it totally me. takes me out of the moment. Like, because all I can think about is, like, oh, my God, this noise is insane. You know, like, when you're going to kiss someone and you get really close and your throat it's not like a burp or a hiccup it's like your throat just makes like that weird like gurgle yeah and you're like right in someone's face it's yeah things happen um with our bodies what was the question again i completely <laughs> forgot <laughs> i mean it doesn't it, oh what's the best meal to eat before oh, okay sex? I mean, both of us say the, like the, the answer is nothing no meal wait till after yeah, I, I definitely would prefer to not eat that much before sex. Um, if I have to, like, something light, like pretzels and, like, hummus or something. I don't know. It's yeah. Back to me. Um, okay, this is a question that also I think will be very different depending on who you ask. Mm -hmm. But the question is what, and this get, gets asked so much, what's the best way to treat the clit? I think there's a lot of confusion Woo! because I know it's like, this could be like a whole fucking episode, but like, I think, first of all, I think the most important thing to know is that the clit is really sensitive and everyone likes it handled a little bit differently. Like some people like it really hard and some people like it really soft. I like it like right above my clit. Mm -hmm. Like I like when that's played with like, almost like where the hood is. Um, <laughs> I, because my clit is so sensitive, like, I, I don't like it, like, pushed on directly. My yeah. pet peeve is when a guy or a girl, but I'm going to single out guys right now because guys don't have clits, so they don't know how they like their own clit played with. Mm -hmm. So it's like, I feel like girls are a little bit more conscious of this, but I don't like when they go in there and they just start doing their thing without even, like, you know. Building it up. They don't even think about what what do I like when it comes to that and that can ruin the experience if somebody starts like playing with it like it's a fucking buzzer sometimes I like that sometimes I don't but it's the fact that like if you do something that I don't like because you didn't even bother to ask yeah that, that turns me off I think the same like one safe universal piece of advice to like and how what's the best way to treat the clit is like I think if you start off slow and just kind of watch their face yeah. and, like, and then based on that, go harder or continue going soft, you're good. Um, because if you go in hard right away, like half the people aren't going to like that. I agree. And it's better to start slow. And if they want, if you guys are communicating, which you should be communicating in any sexual encounter, it should never be mm -hmm. completely silent in my opinion. Um, they will either tell you, like, yeah, keep going like that, or hopefully, like, direct you in some way, mm -hmm. and just listen and communicate, and there's nothing wrong with saying, how does that feel? Do you like that? Because... You know what's one thing that, like, I've noticed girls do to clips a lot, but guys don't really know about this trick a lot, is, like, if you get, like, a really thick piece of spit on your thumb, yeah, and just, like, Rub the clit so, so, so gently. Yeah, it's so sensitive. Oh, it's so sensitive. And, if it, and, like, the trick is to get it really wet. Yeah. It feels so... Um, and I feel like... I, I, I think I might have yet to come across a woman that, like, isn't crazy about Doesn't that. go crazy over that, right? Because at the end of the yeah. day, it's like, even if we all like it slightly different, it's the same organ. It's the same body, mm -hmm. the same amount of nerves, like... Mm -hmm we all know the clit is the key to orgasm. Like, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. with my Hitachi, it's like, I'm so spoiled. The fact that I can have so many clitoral orgasms, like six in like five minutes, it's like, 
I, I was saying this yesterday. I was like, I feel like if women had that ability to come so easily throughout like hundreds of years of history, history would have been so different. We would have voted way earlier. We would have been like, no, I'm not going to be a housewife. No, I'm not having kids. Like, it's like, I we would have been empowered much sooner. Mm -hmm. Things would have progressed if we knew this power um, that our bodies could hold. Because or I also feel like orgasms. I but like I feel like it's so strong that like it like it kind of like numbs me in a way yeah like, but I like that numbing almost, feeling oh it's too much for me yeah but see everyone's I, different I have like a really specific method um sometimes if my mind is too distracted I need to be really clear-headed to like actually get to orgasm by myself but once I'm there the first time, it's like my pussy's throbbing and I'm like, we're in this bitch and I'm not leaving until I am satisfied. <laughs> it's true. I know exactly what you mean. Also, I, I think I think I mentioned this on the show before, but like I have this weird thing where like sometimes if I use a vibrator, like it makes me really depressed and not because like not because of a thought. And not because I'm thinking like, oh, I'm using a vibrator. How depressing. Nothing like that. There's something like physical about a vibrator that like makes my serotonin drop or something. Like it's really weird. That's crazy. That's unfortunate. And it happens if I'm alone. Is it the, is it the lack of like intimate contact? No, I don't think it's like, I don't think it's anything logical like that. I think it's really physical and like chemical. That's it's weird. I also have this thing where like if someone sucks on my nipples too hard, mm, I don't like the that. same happens. I get like super depressed for like six seconds. It's so weird. I feel maybe they're related. If anyone out there also has Who these things, this problem, please. Yeah. Well, you're probably like I'm sure somebody watching has experienced that and they're like, Oh, this porn star like experiences that so I'm not alone or whatever I hope so we I had to do a lot of googling to like yeah. even that it was a thing like, why do I get depressed when my nipples get sucked too hard like well when I looked it up it was called something it was called like d d something I forget but there was no explanation for it. like a phenomenon that's so weird yeah it's... I don't really care about my nipples getting touched at all that's not one of my like pleasure points me neither it's for show yeah same it's cool <laughs> they are they're just decorations because yeah, i don't i don't really want children so it's like they're not gonna have milk so they're really just for show like what i mean it's like a it's like a beautiful pair of earrings <laughs> it's definitely a beautiful pair of earrings um i love my earrings <laughs> Um, all right, next question. What is the best place to have sex besides the bedroom? Besides the bedroom? Like, um, I, I will I have to say, because you and I are in porn, I think we probably appreciate bed sex more than the average person. Because in porn, like, I mean, like a kitchen counter is like hot, but honestly, no, it's, it's not, not comfortable. The granite hurts like maybe it, it's comfortable for the guy fucking because he's just mm -hmm. standing there but like you have these things on your back called like uh vertebrae yeah or something it's not like your tailbone that's in your butt cheeks but like those two bones like in your lower back that like oh yeah i know what you're talking. those know. get really really sore and i have to tell people like I got serious damage in my neck and my spine from working in these weird locations, like on a rock or on the floor or on a chair, like a tiny fucking chair um, where you can't even fit. And it's like, it's all for, you know, the viewing pleasure. But if I have to pick somewhere other than the bedroom, like obviously a comfortable couch yeah. in like a living room or something. And then after that, uh, we can just wait until we can get to one of those two things. <laughs> Otherwise, <laughs> I'm trying to think. Like, aside from, because yeah, I agree. Couch is an obvious second. Yeah. Um, I think actually somewhere that's like really um underrated, and maybe you'll understand this because you're from New York. I but know. like, growing up, I had a lot of elevator sex. 
Oh, really? Because, yeah, because, like, you know, when you're growing up in New York, like, all the boys you hook up with, like, live in a tiny-ass little apartment where their room is, like, right next to their parents. And, like, you know, it's it's a very, it's not like, like, nobody lives in a house in New York. So I had to get a house, but it was, like, a detached house. I lived in Queens. I stopped the elevator. And elevators are a great place to have sex because they usually have that bar going around. Yeah. And it's a great place to, like, put your leg up and hang on to. And, yeah. like, for me, I've that... Never, I've never had elevator sex. I was just one of those people that, like, yeah, my parents were home, uh, but I did not care. And I would just have guys come over and, like, come up to my room and, like, fuck. Um, <gasps> I even fucked in my parents' bed many times. And, oh, and God. I had this bottle of lube, this terrible lube. It was, like, KY lube from cvs it was like right after i lost my virginity i was fucking this one guy like a lot in my parents room because i my room was like too childish i was like i don't want to look at that while i'm having sex um and one time i left the lube in there and i lost it and then after that my parents started locking their door like every day so i knew that they knew and i was just like i've I've only had sex in my parents' bed once, and it's, like, since becoming an adult. It was actually not even that long ago. And I have to say, like, that doesn't turn me on at all. I'm, like... No, it wasn't about turning me on. It was just about not being yeah, a means to in my childish room. Yeah. You but, gotta do what you gotta do. Yeah, exactly. Um, Okay, so this is the the final question. Um, and you, you mentioned communication earlier. And obviously, in an ideal sexual scenario, both partners are comfortable communicating anything yeah. they have to. But also, that's not always the case. No, never. Um, so this person, very often, that isn't the case, actually. Yeah. Uh, this person asks, how can I tell my girlfriend that when she gives me a hand job, it hurts? This is a sweet guy. Like, he, okay. I think asking because he probably doesn't want to hurt her feelings. Yeah, you don't want to hurt her feelings. You don't want to say, if you say it in the wrong way, it could come across as like, babe, you suck at hand jobs, and that's a huge blow. Telling someone that they're bad at sex in any way is like a blow that's to right. their morale. There's just something yeah. different than saying like, you suck at sports. It's like, you're because you're being vulnerable. You're putting yourself out there. I would say the next time she's giving you a, a shitty hand job, um, why don't you be like, hey, can you put it in your mouth or something like that and get it kind of wet because she's probably hurting you because there's too much friction because there's not enough lubrication. And of course, like you need spit or sometimes you need some lube or coconut oil. There's nothing. A lot of people get weird about lube because they think like you're supposed to be naturally wet. But like, obviously, hand jobs are not naturally. It's. Mm -hmm. your hand doesn't get mm -hmm. wet so you know I would say don't even like say anything about it maybe just guide her in the right direction and then if that still doesn't work then you know cross that bridge when you get there but most people are really like what is the word reciprocative like they receptive yeah rece I'm stupid receptive yeah. of like um you know direction and sex if they just want to make you feel good Mm -hmm. They will do whatever it takes. You just have to be honest and open. I think, yeah, no, like, I definitely agree with everything you said. And I think, you know, it's it's kind of like with any, anytime you communicate, I think, in a relationship, like, it's, it's, it's better received, like you said, when you say it, not in a way like, you're bad at this, or the way you're doing it hurts me, or like, like, saying it negatively, I think like you said, it's better to like, just push them to do it better. So like, instead of even mentioning and anything about like, they're hurting you, maybe be like, like, Oh, I really like it when you do it like this, or yeah. like that one time for one second, you did it like this. And it felt amazing. Can we keep doing it like that? Positive reinforcement. It's the same, like I'm training my puppy. And he's sleeping right now. Wait, like, can we see him? Yeah, he's sleeping though. Scout, right? Scout. Hi, Scout. I followed him on Instagram. Oh, you woke up. You woke up, you little baby boy. Is he a golden doodle? He is a cockapoo. <gasps> Look at the oh, little baby. Oh, cover his pee pee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
So that's scout. I'm like, <laughs> swipe up for that. Yeah. <laughs> um, what was I gonna say? But it's like when you're training a dog, it's like, you know, if he pees, if I catch him in the act of peeing, I can stop him. And then he understands that it's not normal what he was just doing. But if he already did it, he doesn't remember. Like, it's mm -hmm. like that. Like, it's a one second. Yeah, no, there's span. never a point in, like, punishing anyone for doing something that they thought feels good to you. Like, there's no point. Like, <laughs> just tell them, tell them what they're doing right. And then they will continue to do that right thing instead of saying what they're doing wrong. Yeah. And just, you know, take their morale down. Yeah. Also, like, I think we, like, I don't know how we're, we could achieve this, but, like, I think as, like, a society, we really need to, like, start normalizing, communicating, like, how we want our bodies to be touched. Like, I completely shouldn't agree. be this awkward thing. Like, like, how many times have I, like, had my pussy eaten for, like, 20 minutes, and the whole time I'm like, this is horrible, I but I sort of hurt the guy's ego, you know? Same. So 100% same, because then it's, like... They Who am I doing that? Nobody wins there. Nobody wins. And it's like, sometimes I feel like if I say something in a situation like that, it's like science. Like if their brain and their dick are not on the same wavelength, it's like, especially for a scene, it's like you could ruin an entire day of production. If their dick doesn't work, if there's no cum shot, it's mm -hmm. stupid that it's like that. But like, you can't do a scene like that, mm -hmm. even if you're completely ready. So sometimes... You just want to let the guy do his thing to make it easier. But in an ideal world, I would be able to say, like, hey, like, could you maybe try it more like that? And they wouldn't, mm -hmm. like, get butthurt about it or, like, say um, I read this, like, piece that – I don't know if you know this girl named – she goes by Stripper Writer on Instagram. But, like, she, she writes some, like, really cool things. And, like, one thing she wrote about was, like, we have no problem being, like, hey, it's so hot in here. Can you turn the air on? Or, like, we have no problem communicating about how our body feels when it's not sexual. Yeah. Why is it so awkward when it's sex-related? But I guess that's everything else. Like, it's everything sex that's sex-related is, like, weird for people. Like, people yeah. would be like, oh, porn addiction ruined my life, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay, but so can alcohol addiction, so can drug addiction, so can food addiction cause obesity, and it's, like, just because porn is your particular thing that causes you to be in an addictive state, it's not yeah, entirely it's bad. Now yeah. than any, other, any of the other addictions. But because it's, like, sexual, people think mm -hmm. that it's, like, oh, it must be, this must be the cause because it's sexual. It's, like, demonic or something. Mm -hmm. I'm, like, not everything sexual is inherently bad for you or wrong. Yeah. Well, or hard, anyway. or taboo. On that note, subscribe to our pages. <laughs> yeah, please do. Funny. Um, so that was our last question, but I want to let people know where they can see you and see your porn and all of that. Thanks, Asa. Um, so my Instagram account that I'm streaming from right now is my main account, and I have a backup account that is called Princess Jane Wild. And I don't have any other Instagram accounts other than that. Obviously, Scout Wild. That's not my account. Yes. Scout, Scout is, he runs his own account. He tells me what to put in the caption. Um, so it's not mine. But my Twitter is JaneWildXXX. And my OnlyFans is, you see my name, WildSexual? WildSexual.com. That's my OnlyFans. And, and that's Wild subscribe. With an E at the end of wild, like like it says right there. If you can't figure it out, then that sucks. Um, but please subscribe to my OnlyFans. I post, if you are not into, like, the amateurish type stuff and you want to see, like, I have, like, some pretty good high-quality pro shot scenes on there where I do, like, anal, DP, like, all types of stuff and goodies. So check it out on there. You can chat with me. How did you pick the name Jane? Um, I don't know. I wanted something simple. And, like, it's like elegant. the least likely porn name. I Jane. know, exactly. I wanted simple and elegant. And I couldn't think of any other Janes. There's a lot of like, you know, Lauren's or like, Ashley's. Um, and I wanted to be unique. Yeah, like, no other Jane Wilde in porn. There is. Oh, I don't even want to talk about this right now. But there's someone who like, 
has a very similar name to me that just started and oh my god that's you've made it yeah I guess like somebody copied my name and she followed I knew that she knew who I was because she I looked at her Twitter and she followed me already so I was like you know who I am why would you pick that it's the ultimate compliment I think I know I know what you mean it's annoying yeah also it hasn't happened to me yet so I'm like I mean that would be the old like no one would take the name Asa. No, it's also my real name. So yeah, like your real name is Asa like, Akira? Like, no one... No, the Akira part's fake, but okay. Asa's my real name, and, like, it's a really rare name. Even it's in rare. Japan. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. And, yeah, I picked Jane just because... I'm waiting, guys, though. It was elegant. You're waiting for someone to do it? No, I don't think anyone will. Whoever... No one would have, like, the nerve, honestly, because you're, you're a legend, and it's one thing if it's, like, you know, a mid-tier. That's so rude to say mid-tier, but, like, someone who's not super <laughs> famous, but then, like, you're so famous, it would be so obvious. No, I think obvious. it's a compliment. Like, I... I when, the day that it happens, I'll be thrilled, actually. Will you really? Yeah. Yeah, maybe if I wasn't, like, performing actively, I wouldn't care as much. I'd be like, do you? But yeah. it's the fact that, like, we're we're in the same industry. I'm performing. Yeah. You're performing. It's like, confusing. Market. Yeah, it's confusing. Like, people it. are tagging stuff. And I'm just like, people have mislabeled me as the name that she picked, like, before. In D- you know why I like <laughs> her name so much, too? Is, like, I think it's really cool. Like, it's such a not an oxymoron but it's like so juxtaposed like the name jane is like you think yeah. like same jane like the most simple name in the it's world simple exactly wild. and wild that's what i wanted i wanted i picked wild first i was like i love that it's wild like crazy and cool but i wanted it to be spelt like a real name like olivia wild was my intro yeah. and then i picked jane and i was like jane and I couldn't think of any other porn star with that name. And I was like, I yeah. just love how it sounds. There was a character on Degrassi named Jane, who I really liked a lot. And it just seemed perfect for me. But little did I know that Jane Wilde was the name of Stephen Hawking's wife. And that what? Would, yeah, Jane Wilde Hawking. And that would make my search engine um, optimal, optimability, whatever the yeah, yeah, yeah. So bad. So I bad. I didn't know that. I didn't either. Now I do. Because I tried searching myself. I'm like, who's this bitch? Oh. You know what's my favorite fact like that? Did you know that? I mean, obviously, do you know who Tara Patrick is? Yes. So did you know that Tara Patrick is Carmen Electra's real name? No, I didn't know that. I don't know if that's why she chose it, but I remember learning that on Howard Stern. Like, It could be a coincidence. It could be just a coincidence. Mm-hmm. Well, what's funny is like Angela White mm-hmm. is Angela White's real name. But Angela White is also Black China's real name. So yeah. Black China tried to trademark Angela yeah. White and they were like, no. No. Too late. <laughs> I love You're. that. And I love that too because at the end yeah. of the day, the person who uses the name professionally and it's their real name should have the rights to it. Well, the same thing Spiegler has told you, but Spiegler represented a girl named Cindy Crawford and Cindy Crawford's mm-hmm. model tried to sue her, yeah. but it was her real name too. Oh, wow. You can't. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. That's yeah. awesome, though, that her real name was Cindy Crawford. I would, If that was my real name, I would totally use that as my porn name. Like, how could you not? Sometimes yes. I kind of wish I used my real first name because it's really cool and unique. But one day... I I'll, find I'll, that the girls with the most unique names pick the plainest names. The most names. generic names, and it's like... Like Sarah or Jessica. Sarah, Jessica. <laughs> Jessica, Sarah. <laughs> You never know. It could be yeah. either. Both of those girls could join porn tomorrow. Yeah. I always think um, if I were white, I would have I would have wanted my porn name to be Alabama, like from the character from True Romance. Alabama. Yeah. I think that would have been a really good, like maybe yeah. Alabama Triple X or something. Yeah. I think uh, when pe- when people are like obsessed with race and ethnicity in porn because it's a fetish at the end of the yeah. day and if if you're racially or ethnically ambiguous and they can't tell and especially if your porn name does not point to it they uh-huh. get so like uptight about it they're like so where are oh. you from what's your ethnicity because your name like your name is so white yeah. but you don't look white and it's just what? like yeah i mean like you know, every asian girl in porn has an asian name even if their real life name is like 
Katrina. Katrina or something super generic, but yeah, their will be like Jade Chang or I, I mean I don't know. I just made that up, but like yeah, but something very Asian. It's like I feel like it, it helps because at the end of the day, um, people when they're looking for stuff to jerk off to, they're not like gonna think super hard about it. They're like, mm-hmm. ooh, I want an Asian girl. And then they see, oh, that's an Asian name. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, Click. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's, yeah. it's not like a huge thought process, but that's my opinion. Yeah. I don't search people based on race. Cause Wait, what are you? I am Caucasian, American, Jewish. You, I wish I was something like else. Some kind of mixed. Thank you. Right. Oh, it's Maybe just because I know you're from New York, I assumed you were like part Puerto Rican. I wish I was part Puerto Rican because then I would have some more culture in me. <laughs> I like being Jewish, but like my parents and my grandparents are all American. And then before that, it's like, you know, Soviet Union, Polish, Austrian, um, just all these like European yeah, it's irrelevant because we came to America at the beginning of 1900s, and then since then it's like American New York. Yeah, New York is my culture. That's what I yeah. tell people. <laughs> All right, well, Jane, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks on for this having Day weekend. It was so fun. I really. It was good to see you. Also. Good to see you too, Asa. I'll talk to you soon. All right, talk to you soon. Bye, everyone. What the heck? Okay. All right, everyone, that was Jane Wild. Uh, that's spelt wild with an E at the end. And her Instagram account is at wild with an E, sexual underscore. Um, I will be joined next week by Domino Presley. Um, and we will be answering your sex questions. I'll put out a call for questions on this account on the Pornhub account, um, probably like a day or two before we go live. So please look out for that. Um, and then this week I'll be live with the Claremont twins for seven minutes in heaven. So I'll see you then. And I hope you enjoy your Labor Day. Bye.